Look, once upon a time we were chilling it out. Three mics in a game, kicking it on the couch. Six creatures stirring, chilling in the house like a mouse. Yeah, it's a merry time when we kick in vibe. Thank God, praise y'all that we still alive. Look, it's the YV Christmas special, and we here to bless you. Hey, look, thanks for tuning in. To and we young, here with the guy. You know what I'm saying? Look, thanks for tuning in to the Young Vagabond Podcast, where we navigate the journey of life together through truth and love. I'm your co-host, Bryson. And I'm your co-host, DJ. You know what I'm saying? And we here with the Christmas special. Man, y'all excited? Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, man, this is about to be great. You, you said, you said here with the guys, huh? You oh, said, oh. You, said, you said here with the guys. You right, you right. My bad. <laughs> here with the guys. <laughs> yeah, let's refresh. Okay, here with the gang. Mm. The gang for real. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. You got a whole, you know, came with the whole Christmas spread. Got the cookies, you know, for Santa and for eggnog. us. Eggnog. Got the egg, eggnog. Pull it up, you know what I'm saying? My, my Jesus way. My Lord. You know, uh, holy, uh, Jesus friendly way. Eggnog around this time. Yeah. <laughs> we got, uh, you know what I'm saying, the hot chocolate. I mean, we got it's the. Cold. Yep. Shout out Trav for the hot chocolate, y'all. Shout out Trav. Shout out for the cold chocolate. Ooh, the cold chocolate. <laughs> it's delicious. Chocolate. The chocolate milk, you know the what I'm saying? Milk. <laughs> we got uh, a bunch of guests. I got a bunch of friends with us. Excited to have all of y'all. We're going to have each of y'all introduce yourselves. Uh, so we're going to start at the end. Uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Can tell us, uh, tell us uh, your name. Uh, you ma- <laughs> your major uh, and one fun fact about you. No, no, it's you. Okay. Ladies first. You know. Wait, say it again. What uh, yeah. your name, your major, your ho- your hometown, and one fun fact about you. You know, like we in high school. Go ahead. I didn't. <laughs> my name is Destiny Owa. My major is kinesiology. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'm from Ridgeland. Fun fact. Okay, I remember that one. <laughs> Fun fact good. was, um, she don't remember. you know, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's going on, y'all? My name is Jerris Isabel. I am a business marketing major. I'm from Goodport, Mississippi. Shout out the coast. And a fun fact about me is, um. I like dinosaurs, y'all. I like. No, Jerry, do, you, uh, do you run a podcast? Oh, also, <laughs> <laughs> also, I have a podcast called Wiseman Avenue. You can watch, you can watch me, or you can just listen to me on YouTube and Spotify. Go check them out, y'all. Yeah. Who, uh, Destiny? Do you also have a podcast maybe coming out? Oh yeah. <laughs> Silly. Um, I don't know if I could characterize it as a fun fact. But uh, yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Grace and Hustle. Um, we're minister to the soul. Uh, yeah, I I don't have a first episode out. We just vibing. Um, finals ate me up, so <laughs> um, we gonna see. But yeah, it's called Grace and Hustle. That's what's up, man. We're gonna put the uh, Instagram and also podcast link. Yeah. It's gonna be in the description. Collab coming soon. Oh yeah, gonna yeah. Tell them about it, man. Y'all think this, man. We we so excited, bro. We're about to be excited. Hey, this kind of sneak peeks for what's to come. So hey, y'all just that's buckle what I'm saying. up. Hey, tell them. Just All right, Travis. Well, actually, they already know us. Do you think we should need to introduce ourselves? Hey, yo, yo, go ahead, Travis. 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's your producer, Travis. My major is business administration. I'm from Baseville. The Ville, you know, you know. <laughs> and uh, fun fact, I'm the oldest of eight kids, eight siblings. Yeah. <laughs> eight is crazy. Um, Be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> That's what my guys said. They went took that one hard. All right, y'all. Uh, I'm a my name DJ. Like I said, co-host of Pac with Young Vagabond. Um, yeah. From Fort Worth, Texas, the greatest state in the world, not in the U.S. In the entire world, I don't know if there's any other states. They, don't nobody know what that is. They know where they know Texas. Don't nobody. The, if that's why I'm saying if it's, if Tra- it's not Travis Houston no bro Dallas. that's right Travis man from from Dallas Tech Fort Worth Texas I'm from okay. Texas and man I'm a cybersecurity major and um one fun fact about me is I used to dance in high school on a professional dance team shout out stands shout out to all the stand followers and to all the stand listeners we appreciate y'all all right, Verge. My name is Verge. Um, that's short for Virgie Jackson. I am a recent Mississippi State grad. I graduated the spring of this year, spring 23, with a degree in kinesiology. And right now, I'm currently in grad school seeking a master's degree in health promotions. And I'm fresh off of like 15 essays. So my brain hurts, my eyes hurt, my knees hurt, my back hurt. Your knees? My knees. <laughs> Yo. I don't need no eggnog. I need a knee brace trail and a better office chair. But it's okay because here's Bryson. For sure. My name is Bryson. I'm one of the co-hosts here. I'm from Baseville, Mississippi. I'm a double major, marketing and supply chain. And a fun fact about me is not a lot of people know that I used to play the ukulele. I got two of them. I ain't picked them up since like 2020. Heartbreak could do that to you. But (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, nah, nah. I'm good now, though. I love my show. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, man, well, for all the listeners out here, want to, of course, start off every episode, even though we're like eight minutes in, but still start off every episode. Uh, reminding y'all to follow if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe if you're listening or watching watching on YouTube. We appreciate all of y'all. Shout out to the give bonds the donator bonds all the people who uh, help support us financially. Shout out to all the people who are part of the Vagabond tribe who uh, contribute by watching or sharing. We appreciate all of y'all. And, of course, got to let y'all know. Shout out to the man, Travis. You hear? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the second time. For the second time. Yep. Hey, Amen. It's exciting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure this out. Anyway. <laughs> We're working on it. But, uh, anyways, yeah, so I want to remind y'all, of course. Hey, man, this is a, this is a celebratory time, man. Like, this is a good time, man. I want to um, go over a couple of statistics. Okay. Metrics. I love stats. Man, statistics are great. You they know. prove stuff. Exactly. It I proves. already took the class, Travis. So oh yeah, he already about know that. about it, man. <laughs> I'm a graduate. Yeah, he already know about it, man. I got engineering statistics section next semester, so that gonna be. Bless your soul. Yeah, I appreciate it because I don't know how that's gonna go. Um, appreciate it. Um, anyways, so y'all, we were the top ten podcast for 108 people. Dang. What? Yeah. That's, that's dope as yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Not, Dang. 
Yep. Literally, man. That's a, that's I love that you whole, put it in that perspective. A whole floor. It's like a, it's like an old man classroom. Literally, bro. That's Kai Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> a part of it, at least. Yes, bro. That's, that's a percentage for sure. So, 108 people. We're in the top 10 percent, man. For five, uh, for top five, that's 87. And then for top, the top podcast. We had 30 people. We were their top podcast. Dang. So basically, people open Spotify, YouTube, or Apple Music just to, just to listen to y'all. Man. Not nobody else. <laughs> That's insane. No, That's pretty hey, insane. God did. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Travis, you know. <laughs> no, man, it's a blessing all around. And I think it's really important to put that in perspective. Um, so we had over 1,090 uh, plays. Uh, just on Spotify alone, and actually, I can check YouTube real quick. Um, if we look at probably like the cumulative views per episode, Isn't it like 40 days? Uh, what? <laughs> oh yeah, it's like uh, well, it's not my. It's divided by twenty four, but it's probably yeah, it's probably something like um, like forty, yeah, forty days of watch time. If yeah, and um, or at least views, but and then also like looking at almost all the episodes we're getting like almost about 40 to 50 per episode which you know not a lot but that's still yeah that's pretty that's pretty consistent yeah and it's not like because we've hit over like 200 300 on an episode but like two yeah and that's just youtube like cumulatively we're probably pulling in about 80 to 90 people per episode which is a blessing because like i said that may not look huge on the outside but that's huge to us and like that 90 people that's a lot of people y'all and so that's a that's a huge blessing and so this is a victory lap not only for us but it's a victory lap for the whole tribe of vagabonds as a whole um because we started in march y'all we started in march that was the announcement so it's not even been a full year yet and to see how god has blossomed um this podcast has been dope and so, man, it's, it's exciting. I'm excited um, just to see, like, where even we go from from that. And so we've got a whole bunch of cool things coming up, man. we got merch now. we got all these things. Oh, yeah. And I got then, a T-shirt. Oh, for real? Yeah. Shout out to Destiny. Oh, it was a giveaway. Oh, she won a giveaway? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. I didn't know we did it those. It was when we were doing the, 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 the Be Yourself. The huh? That was a sarcasm, Destiny. Okay. Silly. Wow. <laughs> My bad. She ain't she ain't catch on, bro. Obviously, I know I did it. I gave it to you. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> okay. No, but, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, no. Uh, so hopefully we get to do more giveaways too. Shout out giveaways. Shout out people who win giveaways. Shout out Destiny, man. Shout out all. Right. Anyways, guys, y'all know how I like to do it. How to start off this episode? If y'all watch, I don't know if y'all be watching for real. But if y'all do watch, y'all know how I like to start off the episode and ask the question, what has been your favorite conversation for the week? Does anybody want to go first? With a verse, like, what time is it? Like four hours ago? Or talk? <laughs> 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 
Travis told me up, man. Travis yeah. told me up in the conversation. He told me about like colors and how to reveal personalities. Like red oh. for me is like energetic. <laughs> but that's 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 like legit though. And then he broke it down how businesses um are red for a reason. Like all food chain restaurants, successful ones, Chick Fil A, Panda Express, mm-hmm. they're red to attract people. And then like mm-hmm. the more neutral colors, like black or like silver, is like more well rounded um balanced businesses. Like Nike, mm-hmm. the check is always black. Apple. It's where the logo is black and white. Always. Did you? Yeah. Did y'all know? (laughs) Did y'all know that's why they change? That's why Facebook changed the color of their like, not their little notification thing. Like when you get the notification, it's red. Mm, It's red now. They changed. It was like I think it was like blue. It used to be blue and white. Yeah, Yeah, and they changed it. Because red, like, yeah, we want red. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. want energy. I think because like. That that's a whole topic in and itself, but like to, they want you to get on and stay on the pro, like platform for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So like red attracts more attention. I know that from like um, just doing design stuff or like programming and stuff like that. When it comes to web design, when you're trying to keep someone on as long as possible, so that's crazy to think about. Like companies intentionally, like down to the color, are doing whatever they can to get you as addicted or onto their product as possible. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. Who wants to go next? I Nobody got one? I'll go. I'll right. go. Uh, you said, what was the question again? What <laughs> <laughs> was the question again? Because the cop. But when I did. But when I did. I said, what has been your favorite conversation favorite for this week? Uh, favorite conversation? Gosh, I have a thousand different conversations. But uh, I think. <laughs> I will say one conversation um one conversation I love having I was talking to um well I was talking to one of my homeboys actually this morning after I took my final before I went to go work out and we were just talking just about how the year has been and um <laughs> trail <laughs> I'm trying to be serious right now you know that uh that uh Charlemagne the guy clip where he like uh like I promise I ain't gonna laugh. He's like just tell your story and he's like (laughs) (laughs) he's like my mama (laughs) He's like I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) Go ahead. I promise I ain't gonna laugh. All right, so y'all check this out. So we're gonna forget what I said about my homeboy. We're gonna take it to me and my momo. Shout out Momo, I love you, I miss you. But we was talking and I just said, Momo, you want to know something that's ironic but funny at the same time? And I was telling her how this year kind of really, y'all really got me want to laugh. <laughs> Don't try to be serious. <laughs> it's, it's the way you tell it. You know, but not for real. This, it was ironic. The conversation that I enjoy having probably every day is how 2023 going into 2024 really um, taught me that no matter what happens or what you're going through, good, bad, or ugly, like you really got to accept things what they are in life. Mm. And you can't um, you can't feel no type of way about it. You just got to take it for what it is and just move on. And I think probably, like, I ain't going to say the hardest thing this these past few months, but probably the most growing thing, like just learning that, okay, this is why things happen. Like, mm. or everything is happening for a reason like it's not because you're not doing good enough or you're just doing too good or even with like just people like people like dang i really thought they was my friends but 
they out your life it's not because you the problem or they the problem you know we just growing and sometimes right. the path and avenues you're going down are different and sometimes you and pe- the people you meet then are not going to be the ones that stick around mm. so you have to you have to learn that yes a lot of people are seasonal and temporary but the ones that are still here the ones that you're going to endure the longevity of time with but sometimes they might break away too in a certain season because everybody has an expiring sticker on them and it's only sooner before that it's, it's time for them to go and somebody else comes and you just have to learn to accept that and just move forward and stay narrow but also still have that room that where you can operate and that's kind of been the conversation i have a lot though throughout the year oh that was really good i know <laughs> i feel bad for laughing now <laughs> I Y'all kept making me laugh. Hey. I was trying to zone hey, in. That was that was a bar though. No, no, no. You know that you know the NBA Youngboy video, bro, mm-hmm. where he was like angry and then dude asked him like, "What have you been looking for?" And then all of a sudden he got real deep. I think we had just one of the moments right there. <laughs> I was trying not to like just hone it in and not laugh. But thank you for sharing, Jerry's. Thank you. That was <laughs> okay. I I can go next. Um, uh, so my favorite conversation for this week, I had with actually one of my residents. Shout out Andy. Andy. Yep, shout out him, bro. I don't want to play with you anymore. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out Andy for real, man. But anyway, we had a conversation. Oh, we were just talking about like I want to constantly like trying to break bad habits. Um, mm-hmm. like the like what focus we give to those hab like. If we put all our focus in trying to not do the thing, then that thing dominates our mind, right? And then it, you end up doing that thing. But when instead you focus on the positive outcomes that lead to not doing that thing, um, then like you're going to be way better at actually breaking that bad habit or forming that good habit. Um, kind of just like when like we can even make breaking bad habits or establishing good habits like the idol in our lives because all idol is is something that takes us off of the focus of God. And so when we let that become our idol, like once again, we know we talk about it. It's like, it's so sneaky because it's a noble thing to pursue, but if it becomes your dominant focus, then it, it starts to run you and it can only run you for so long before you start to, like fumble because there's only one person or one being that can fully run you and how operate you to your best of ability. So that was our conversation. I like that you said that DJ, because like now I'm in the season to where when I'm writing my essays or studying scripture, whatever the case may be, I pick up my phone a lot. And then I've gotten to the point where like, this is more important than my phone. You know what I mean? Mm. So to practically work through that, I plan to like get the book Atomic Habits. I don't know who the author is, but it's like the book is so good, guys. The book is so good. I had picked it up in Walmart and then literally I just, you know, go to Walmart, just open the book. The chapter that I opened on, it was talking about um, why do we pick up our phones so much on the page? I was like, well, I thank God with me to have this book. But just breaking those like little habits, like picking up your phone too much um, or TV's on in the background, trying to focus too much on the TV while you're trying to type an essay or even like um, when you're talking to friends, like because for me, I just try not to get on my phone when I'm around y'all just for communication sake, you know, because I don't want to miss anything. And then 
like when I do it now, I'm like, dang, I just disrespected them. I didn't fully um try to listen to them because I'm preoccupied with something that don't even matter for real, you know. So, um, it's crazy that y'all talk about that because I was watching this video. Um, dang, I told <laughs> my bad. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk to y'all. I was talking, I was watching this video, and it was like we're so used to be entertained that we don't know how to be bored. You know, like you go to like a doctor's office and they tell you, you got to wait for like a couple minutes. You're not really waiting because you just pull out your phone. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to be, we don't know how to be sit Like we don't know how to sit and be bored right? because we're like, our phone is like so much of like an entertainment thing. Like yeah. you go to the bathroom, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you taking a walk. Like I just, I just need to have my phone. Like even if I'm not on it, I'll have to like have it in my hand or mm-hmm. something. Like and then the Lord's like he convicted me of that like you know what I'm saying and that's why I um I've been wanting to just read books more um even just that'll be just more about him because it's just like as I'm scrolling it's like this is not fueling me and that's part of the reason how I kind of felt like the Lord was changing my heart because he wasn't trying to like you said make the Focus being like, okay, oh, be on my phone. I can't be on my phone because now that's making an idol. But he was like changing my heart posture. It was like a, well, when you're getting off your phone, what are you feeding your soul? Like, is it me? You know what I'm saying? So then when you when I, when I start feeding myself him, it'll be like, oh, I like this. Like, man, God, I want to spend time with you. I don't even care. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a heart posture change, not just like a a shift of focus. Like, I need to just get off my phone because my phone is just like that's giving too much power to my phone. You know, so yeah. I got a quote um, that I want to add on to what you were saying, and it's from an artist I listen to a lot. I grew up listening to his name, Russ, and the quote says, "How to reconnect with silence? Otherwise, it's hard to hear the guidance." Mm. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna repeat. I'm repeat the quote, and then I'm going to pack because I was just talking to uh, Tyrone the other day about this. I love Tyrone. And um, how to reconnect with silence? Otherwise, it's hard to hear the guidance. And so I'm unpacking now. So y'all just have y'all plates empty, cups empty, because I'm finna load you up. Because, <laughs> yeah. And so with that that quote, I love that quote just because, like Destiny was saying, we don't know what it feels like to be bored. Or in other cases, we like doing things that feel, that feed us with entertainment mm-hmm. or fulfillment in some sort of way. And I was dealing with that early in the year. Like I was, we know the difference between good and bad. And I was telling this woman in my church this, and I just broke down crying when I was talking to her about it. I was like, it's not that I don't know right from wrong. I know what I'm doing is wrong. And I know the, I know I should go right. But the idea of sitting and not, this the idea of doing the right thing and like that instant boredom I'm going to get afterwards mm. triggers me to want to do something that it's going to, have me that that's gonna give me that thrill so sometimes like sitting back and like reconnecting with what you know truly matters it redirects your focus Romans 7 Romans 7 Romans 7 that's like, that's, that's, I was yeah. like immediately like, <laughs> like like when you re- <laughs> I know it is I know it is right but I just do it's wrong like that's and that's normal that's human nature like we've yeah, like curiosity is gonna always kill the bird, and bird cat trap don't matter. They both they. <laughs> it's the fact that you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that you 
It's definitely the cat, though. <laughs> like, yeah, curiosity kills the I've cat. Never heard bird before. <laughs> I've never heard bird. <laughs> <laughs> they just fly in windows and like die. That's what, I mean, no matter they, they both animals. Animals, so like the instincts kick in. <laughs> but Killing two I cats mean, with one stone. <laughs> They just go dodge the stone. Bro, y'all lock in. Y'all finna get us knocked off by the humane society, fam. Trying to listen to my man. This is the second time I just say I was getting good and I was cooking. I'm finna just LeBron all y'all and just trade y'all. I'm dead. Y'all done? I'm gonna count to five. Not kindergarten. Yeah. They do still. I'm I'm putting Verge. You go in the timeout, bro. Put you in the timeout. Put you in the kids' room. That's crazy because they do got kids' room. (laughs) Little chairs and all. (laughs) You gonna break the little chair? Go ahead, sit in the chair, bro. But anywho, after the little moment we had, y'all. Jesus Christ. Let me see if I can redirect my focus now. <laughs> Back to the the quote that I had pulled out for everybody. Um, no, seriously, like we as especially as college students, like as Destiny was saying, Verge was saying. Um, sorry. As we as they were saying though, it's very easy to just get distracted and be like, okay, I'm gonna watch this TV show for 20 minutes and I'll do my work later, just putting it off. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm gonna turn my TV off and. I'm going to just reorganize my room to the point where, like, I don't see nothing but a wall and I have no choice but to focus. Like, that's probably the hardest thing to do. And I still, like, think about it. Like, when you actually want to do and make, making, changing and growing is hard. And the hard part about it is you have to be, you have to acknowledge and be accountable for the fact that you are changing and growing and knowing that you got to lead back old habits, your old ways old ideas and ideals you have about things it hurts but that's good when it hurts because that means you're making progress but i think it's just mm, you gotta want to do it though you gotta want to make those changes to grow i feel like i'm going off track with what i was supposed to really be saying y'all that made me laugh you preaching to me that made me laugh but um reconnect with silence Reconnect with silence, otherwise it's hard to hear the guidance. Yeah, okay. I don't know what I was going to say about my quote. Like, literally, I know for me personally, I had to shift my focus with a lot of things that I used to do. Like, a lot of leisure time I had before, I gave it away for working because I wanted to take, I had to take, I put on some responsibilities on myself, but I kind of had no choice but to do it. And I guess, I'm a sense, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, like, working paying bills it was cool because the work environment was fun but the part that i i mean a lot of people don't like when you working is you missing out on spending time with your friends the involvement and stuff but it's like i'm used to kind of being out the way and having not having fun well what we think is not having fun but like i've learned to sit and be bored like some days i just don't sit on my i don't my phone will sit on the charger all day be 100 percent full or like I just go through YouTube and watch videos, but in those times where I'm not doing nothing, is where my mind starts to I, yeah. I get creative and I start thinking of other stuff to do. Like I start working on things for my brand, or that, I, that was, those free times. I'm like I need to reach out and call my family, talk to a friend, see how they doing, or 
get ahead on homework, start studying, preparing for a test, or do a little reading in my Bible or my books, and just like educate myself more on things. Like in those times, that's where you do, you start to find yourself. You realize the things you can do, what you can't do. And that's what, that's what, honestly, as young adults, as we're becoming, we're scared to do it. Like figure out what we can and can't do. We just rather mess up and then we don't never take the time to realize I shouldn't have did it. We just keep going and keep going because we all feel like we're indestructible in, some, in certain areas. We feel like we run through a brick wall. Because everybody's favorite saying sometimes is, God got me. Mm. And not all the time, he got you. But it's not because he don't, it's not because he don't got you. He's trying to show you. You keep abusing my blessings and you keep trying to, um, I got, I got to throw another quote. <sighs> you, mis- you mistake a hand if you, they, somebody, uh, my mom just told me this, y'all. Trav, you made me laugh too hard. Now you. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just kick him out, y'all. Just bye. He a virgin DJ through my train of thought. Of. But no, nah, like if somebody sh- um, shows you a hand, don't mistake it for a foot. And like you keep mistaking God's hand for a foot, he gonna give you the boot for real then. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> like can you unpack that please so <laughs> if you mistake god's hand for a foot he'll get a boot in a sense i mean like he won't literally kick you to the curve but he yeah he's gonna take his hands off you like as my pastor said like if somebody wants to live if somebody think they don't need god let them live they'll come back eventually so like He's showing you like, okay, this is how you want to live. Go. And I feel like everybody in the room can attest and say they had a moment where they felt like, okay, I can live like without them and see how it goes. And eventually we all had that full circle moment where we come back because you want to realign your focus now. And that's all I got for right now. That's good. That's real good. I think um, to add kind of also what you're saying specifically that quote, um, I think if you don't allot time for God to speak, you'll never hear his voice. And then you'll mistake that for God going silent on you. Um, And so like, yeah, God doesn't speak like in these booming ways. So if there's never moments of silence, like you can't hear the voice of God. Um, And so I think that that's so powerful because our phone is the reason that all of the like that we never have moments of silence right like any moment of silence we on the toilet pull out the phone play candy crush you know we you know waiting around for something some social interactions going awkward let me look at the weather um check the weather no, for the fourth time today like, you know you pull it out and just like yeah, just just like mm. yeah just uh you're just Let's see moving. what the way- <laughs> you just move it through the apps. Yeah, like you don't know what's what the weather in Beijing right now. That's good. And All just right. imagine like yeah. people, when they didn't have phones, like. That's yeah, like, all. That's all you had to do. What they do, like, if something awkward happens, that's what I'm, you know what I'm like, saying. Like, okay, brother. They weren't so used to the instant dopamine highs and lows that, yeah, uh, aw- uh, awkwardness. If that did come, they know they knew how to navigate it better than we do, because when awkwardness comes, awkwardness comes up on our phones, we just close the app. That's the instant gratification, delayed gratification talk. But we already had that. But um, 
I think like people back in the day, like the disrespectful thing they used to do back then is just pull out a newspaper when they sat down on the table. But the replacement, <laughs> the replacement we have now is that we pull out our phones. Yeah, we just shut the whole combo down. Sudoku they join out. Sudoku it out. Literally, or crossword it out. Like imagine you sit down with Bryson. <laughs> Bam. But what do we do now? You know. But like right now we just whip out the phone and think like, oh, we can still talk and I be on my phone. And then it's like, no, there's not social interaction. Like one day, I think um, my girlfriend Maya, we was in the union right, and then it was this table of freshmen. And all of them was on their phone. I was like, man, they just, like, they ain't said a word to each other. Eating Chick-fil-A and just vibing, I guess. But Maya said, dang, this is going to be, like, their last moment they see each other until, like, January. Mm. You would think they would talk to one another. I said, dang, I ain't even look at it like that. I thought they were just chilling. But that's, I think it goes on the lines of, like, just cherishing the moments with your people. And don't let that phone do nothing to you. Because, in my opinion, I'm not a content creator. I don't, like... Use my phone in terms of like monetary ways, so I just don't I'll be on it for real. Right. I just try to have like um, when I am on it, like guided productivity, like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or if it's leisure time, I'm yeah. playing Madden or whatever. But like Instagram, I see football, weightlifting, gym stuff. I see gospel in three swipes, and I got nothing from nothing. <clears throat> it's like it's a waste of time. Yeah, and then like. Even going back to what you had mentioned earlier, Jerry, is is like, you know, basically reconnecting with the silence so I can hear the guidance and bouncing off of how Destiny added on to that is how, like, we don't make time for God, you know, Destiny and DJ Tag Team, how we don't make time for God so we mistake God's voice for a lot of other things. And I once heard in a song, don't tell me God is silent when your Bible is closed. Mm. So, like, Mm -hmm. how are you going, how are you going, it's like Marco Polo, right? If I'm playing Marco Polo with DJ and Verge, I know the distinction between DJ and Verge's voice is because I've been around him, right? So it's the same way with God. The more I'm around God, the more I know his distinction, the the distinction of his voice between other things. Like, I'm not going to go this way because, oh, God didn't tell me to, or God didn't say anything, so I'm not going to make a move unless God tells me to make a move. You know, but I only know those things, and I've only strengthened that muscle, honed in that craft, because I've took the time out to get to know him more, to get into his word. Like, if you want to hear from God, you want to know which direction your life should go, draw near to him. And something I've even been learning myself in my quiet time is that sometimes we may read something and think it doesn't hit, but the word of God, I heard it at FCA, the girl that was preaching that last Monday, bro, she was spinning. She said the Bible is a book that reads us more than we read it. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes we may read something, oh, that wasn't for me. Later on in the day, I'm like, dang, wow. They really did help me in a moment because we never know what we're going to walk into throughout the day. Only God does. And so, like, I think it just starts going back to the basics, which is getting in the Word, getting close and near to Him. Because God spoke a lot. I ain't even spoke this much. I probably have. But <laughs> He spoke a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, like. He's always giving real-time revelations, but he also has already said a lot. And I think we need to tap into what he's said before so we can hear what he's saying now. Mm-hmm. Bars. You know I try to do that, bro. Hey, man. Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. He been- but right there, like, I love what you said, Bryson, because, like, when you were talking, um, I haven't been working out as much lately as I was in the summer. 
But when you said that, it made me think of like, what do you do when you go in the gym after you haven't been there in a while? And then I think that relates to like people make big faith moves. I'm gonna go do this, and their Bible ain't been open. They ain't been praying. Their quiet time sucks. And it's like me going to a gym and trying to curl a hundred pounds. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna lift it for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something. But when I get to like gripping it like for longer than ten seconds, this is just gonna fall out my hand because my faith hasn't been exercised to the point where I can exercise it in the way that um, aligns with God's word. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I like that. Maybe God hasn't allowed you to get that blessing because he's been facing your rejection. Say that again. <laughs> Maybe God hasn't allowed you to get that blessing because he's been facing your rejection. If God is getting a cold shoulder, you're freezing his plans. <laughs> DJ, so like a lot, because you said you said that right there. That's insane. But like I think that plays on the line of prayer life and quiet time. You know, because I don't know who said it, but it convicted the freak out of me. It was like whatever, like if your prayer life is like it ain't hidden for real and you're expecting God for a miracle, like manna just don't rain down from heaven no more. We're not living in those days. And um, quiet time is so important because me personally, I used to just prolong my quiet time. Oh, I'm going to do it when I wake up. I woke up late. Oh, I'm going to do it at lunchtime when I'm chilling. Oh, I got three friends around. That's another excuse. Oh, I'm going to just do my quiet time when I go home. I make it home at 10. I hit the bed. It's like I'm not even allowing God to speak. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, I just wake up early every day because that's that's what I got to do. You know, for this season. You know, every season is not the same. Some days you can do it at lunchtime when there's just not a lot of people around. Sometimes you can't do it before you go to bed. But I think, like, the importance of quiet time with the Lord in the morning, just these past two weeks alone, man, revelation after revelation. And then I feel like quiet time and tithing. Like, because some people have different opinions on tithing. But for me, like, God started to really move mountains when I started tithing consistently. So, yeah. Go ahead, Destiny. Um... I wanted to just add on to it because I remember it was like during um, the pan- when the pandemic started. Um, yeah, it's a long time ago. But, um, I remember because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so in tune with God. Like, God is like really moving like, man, God, God, God. But not one time did I, did I pick my Bible up because I was relying so much on sermons. And it was like, it was like. And because and, now where I'm at now and I look back at that point, I know God was still with me in that point. But now he's telling me I need to grow up and like like I can't I will always be like, God, I just want to know you. I just want to get to know you. But that was like my pride showing because all I wanted him was all I wanted him to do was just rain down. Like you said, the manna. But I needed to actually like to actual like seek him if I do the same way that. Hold on. I needed to seek him the same way I wanted him to seek me. So it's like, and it's like, if I'm not doing that, like, do I really love him? Like, or am I just trying to get the benefits of him? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it was like, God, I don't really, like, I know what you're capable of. I know what your blessings. I know what you do. I know the protection that you do. I know the things that you do, 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 do. I know the gifts that you give, the the houses that you, the, the, all that type of stuff i know that you are 100 capable of those things but i know at the end of the day that's not 
the actual epiphany of who you are. I want to know who you are. Because if I was always thinking about the blessings, then when I was suffering, when I am still suffering with my situation, now I'm trying to change the character of you because I'm dependent on what you do and not who you are. So when I was like, now I'm just like, God, all I want to, all I want is just to know who you are, not the things that you can do for me. I already know the things that you can do for me, but I want to know who you are as a father, as a savior, as a Lord. You know what I'm saying? And that requires me going back to the thing that he created, the Bible. That, that requires me actually spending time with him. Like, can I answer the question now? Before, before you do that, oh, I just I'm wanted sorry. to say. Whoa. Uh, wait, wait. Huh? She was talking about yeah. the, the conversation question. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was going to lead into it, but go ahead. Hey, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say before you said that, and this is my last tip, and I'll be quiet. Like, me, Verge, and some other people were talking the other day, like, your quiet time has to match your calling. So the higher your calling is, the higher your quiet time. Mm. Be. Like, mm. not saying you elongated, oh, if I feel like the Lord is calling me to ministry, that means I got to be in the Word seven hours a day. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. That's crazy. It, <laughs> what, I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is it has to be quality It's not just, oh, I'm going to read the verse of the day And I'm going to move on with my life You know, that may have worked in a season for you But new levels calls for new strategies Higher calling calls for higher quiet time yeah, So, cool. like, you want to be great Make sure your quiet time is good uh, I was just going to say um, You were going in, so I don't want to stop you But, like, talking to the mic, that was it I wasn't talking in the mic. You're like, you're like right here. But I'm like, it was great though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gonna pick it up. But like, I'm I wanted so to, you know, sorry. What I'm that was that was just it for me. Anyway, go ahead. Answer the question. This is why I needed to have a thing on my little thing. But anyways, um, I actually just remembered something. So, um, sometimes we can make an idol of the things that are from God, and mm. it's like because we know that God sprinkled on it. Now we think that we can run with it. But like anything that is not God in himself can become an idol. Whether that's a spiritual gift, whether that's a blessing that he gave you, whether that's a calling, a purpose, that can become an idol because it is not God himself. So to answer the question, um, my my conversation. I was thinking it was a conversation I had with God before I got here, because I was listening to this song. It's called Pure, and it was like it was basically saying, God, I want my praise and my worship to be pure. I don't want. I'm not praising you because I want something. I'm praising you because of that. I, because of who you are. I want my praises to be pure. And I was talking to him because I was kind of like shying away from like addressing this to God but like that don't make sense because he already knows about it um but yeah um so basically it would be like sometimes I'm praising the Lord and it's like it feels weird like it feels like I'm faking it or something or like I'm like I'm trying like I don't know but I was talking to God I was like it just feels like off like there's some borders or something like every time I'm, I'm praising I'm trying to sing a song it just feels off and it was in those moments where I did put down my tablet, I did put down my phone, and I actually sat down and I said, "Okay, God, I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you about this." And he kept giving me revelation. He was like, "Because you're in a season, you're in a season of transition, so your body is it's weird to your body. 
It's weird to your body to put your hands up to praise me. It's weird to your body because you're not used to that. What you're used to is just standing there, not reminiscing with the song at all, but just doing it because everybody else is doing it. So now when you're in a place where now you want to actually feel me, your flesh is like, what are we doing? But your spirit is trying to praise me. And he told me, he said, give yourself grace in that because you're going to get there. You know, don't rush it. You're going to, quote unquote, get there. But give yourself grace in the fact that you're there and you got your hands up and you're praising me. You're trying. And I see your effort and I see what you're doing. You know, and like it's just him reassuring me that once again, it's all about the process, not about where I wanted to be in the end. But, yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the process because we got two great models of God working in their life and God doing the process with Verge and Jerry. So I would love to see y'all just, uh, <laughs> you know, unpack the godly process, how God has processed some things and processed you. You want to take that word? Um, <sighs> the godly process. I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm going to just get to it. It's... He's still working on me, y'all. I can't lie. Like, the process, um, and it's not the 76ers process. Like, we going to win the finals. <laughs> we going to win. <laughs> we going to win the finals. <laughs> we going to win the finals over here with me. But um, I guess we going to go to the beginning. Like, God really, he put it, He put his hands on me. Like, not one, he put out both of them. Like, he sees me like a steak. Flip me both sides. And like put all the seasoning on me, like he he flipped me back back and forth, y'all. Bro, you be wanting us to not laugh, and then you be saying something like that. Like, my analogy be funny. I'm sorry. Like my you just conjured the mental image. You said he flipped me on both sides. Like, bro, like, 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 all right. Imagine those SpongeBob in his right like. <laughs> Jerry. Imagine Jerry's like his underwear on, right? He's no, oh, no, 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 no. Don't no, imagine that. No, 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 no. Y'all, we're no, going to get back to it. So back no. to the... Oh nothing, 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 nothing. No, so... <laughs> I got to take a sip on now. It'll be all right. So, okay. Go ahead, Jerry. So... No, he, um, he really sat me down in ways that I think no human being would, like, probably... Mentally, y'all good? Yeah, we good. Nah, God sat me down in ways that no human being would be able to fathom. Like they probably have to go to a mental hospital. Like when I say like just like even still to this day, like I'm he put me back in the season of isolation again. It's not fun. Like I love it though because it reminds me of just who I am and the value of my time and the importance of my presence. And um, I will say one thing that I really am like starting to catch on lately than I, I didn't back then is that we a role model to somebody. Mm. And that uh, RP, my man, Dolph, y'all, I don't think I can never get enough talk about that, man. Uh, he, he, he got a video that I saved and he was basically just going on about how not everybody wants to be a role model, but you are a role model to somebody. Like somebody's always watching the moves you make, the decisions you um, are choosing, and just the way you carry yourself. And I got emotional one day, day before Thanksgiving. I was going to work. I just started crying in the car before I pulled up to the parking lot. And 
it started the day before that I called my mom and I was talking to her and we were just catching up and she pulled up to my grandma's house and one of the kids in the neighborhood heard my voice over the phone and he hopped on the phone. He was like, Jerry, when you coming home? Mind you, I ain't been home since August. It's November. And uh, my goddaughter, I talked to her the same time before that and she got on the phone. She was just like, I miss you. Um, when you coming home? And it was just like, I'm hearing all these people, like, basically my whole city just waiting for me to come home. And it just hit like, dang, like a lot of people don't have people waiting for them. And like, not when I say waiting, like literally waiting to embrace you again. It just it it just hit different because I didn't realize, like I knew I meant a lot, like the people in this room, like I mean something to them in some way. And the same, they mean something to me too in a way. But it's like knowing that others somewhere else are like watching you marvelizing you and praising you and waiting for you like god opened my eyes to the fact that like man i i got a calling on you but you got to see what the calling is it might like that's just a start though what he's showing me and just it's it's still a process though like honestly as we've been saying it's still a process like it's a work of art from where i used to be to like now because i will say like he's made me very patient and calm but like i ain't gonna say things roll off my shoulders but i'm just more manageable in dealing with certain situations especially like i work at kroger or like i'm on a college campus with students and or i'm just out in the public and i have to deal with like people just irrational sometimes in situations and like also knowing that you know traumas in your family or with friendships I've just learned that everybody is a certain way for a reason. And you got to learn to just like understand people are going to be who they are. And it's just up to you to either you're going to grow from it and just you deal with them from a certain distance, a certain perspective. So that way you won't be caught up trying to get your point across or match their they level of energy. I used to be like that, like very impatient. And like somebody said something to me, I was quick to respond. I was quick to react how I felt in that moment. But now I just learned like my grandma always told me, kill them with kindness. Like a person doesn't love more than anything. They can't stand when somebody's coming back at them with love. When they throw a hate on you, an envy, or like being very spiteful. And I've learned to just really embrace the fact like I'm a, I'm a sweet guy. I'm a nice guy. But I'm not no pushover. You can't get over on me. So like when people try to come with certain energy i just combat it with something opposite and it ends well in my favor because i know at the end of the day i'm gonna keep being i'm gonna get blessed for blessing others with me whether they like it or not but i've just learned that thing it is what it is literally and my story's on it's not done being written so right now that's what y'all getting just got to stay in tune to see the rest and that's why you should watch the Wiseman podcast. Well, I mean, Wiseman Avenue. <laughs> uh, um, what was I finna say? Oh, there's a, I think a scripture in Romans or it may be in Corinthians. I don't remember. Uh, that talks about, um, sorry, my, I was eating the mic for uh, there. My bad. Let me, let me move that back. I saw, I <laughs> have y'all seen, have y'all seen that, um, Elvis Presley clip where he's like, Performing and then he like puts the mic in his mouth. He's like, oh, <laughs> and he, no, I and didn't then, see and that. Then he goes back and he's like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> like, I gotta watch that. Clip. All right, never mind. Just me. All right. Anyways, this is the first Romans that talks about how like uh, kindness and forgiveness is like 
uh, hot coals to an enemy's head. Yeah. Um, and so burn them up. No, I think that's a. <laughs> I think that's a. <laughs> <laughs> right. Burn tell him so. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a. a uh, something to put in perspective that like um man like the best way to get back at someone which that should not be your priority but the best way to get back at someone is to show love to them right because i think that really functions as a mirror to to themselves right and then they're faced with the stark reality that like they're the only ones who are making the interaction negative and of course that shouldn't be the driving force you should want to forgive and be kind to people because you're called to forgive and be kind to people but yeah but no i mean that's right travis god has seen the whole thing and so like responding in that kindness you don't know how that can actually um affect a person both positively and negatively but anyways verge you can go ahead and answer the question question no, no, that's no, no. a different question. The uh, prog- process thing. You got yeah. yeah. How how has God's process looked like in your life? I'm ready for this so, one. So the process for. for me, as of now, is it, it has been growing in the is fear it, of the Lord. Is it a 76ers process? Or no, 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 I know it's at the end of the road. But for me, practically, I asked God, well, one day I was listening to a podcast Bryson sent me. It was a leadership podcast. And they mentioned um, the 16 Laws of Communications book. So through that book, I learned how to communicate like a pro, right? This and that, you know, that's all fun when you're just looking at it on surface level. But it's like, dang, I can't talk how I used to talk. Like, God dang, I can't make my words attack people. I can't do none of that. Because with the call of my life, I will be swiftly canceled. Well, not even I'll be removed. Because God's not going to trust me with people that I'm going to hurt. Now his people, you know, that, that's his kingdom at the end of the day. I'm just here serving for real. But the main thing God has, has placed on my heart to improve on is the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord has so many ins and outs. And then I think God has placed it on my heart because one day I got on my knees and prayed. I was like, God, I want everything your kingdom has available, right? And then the common denominator of the people who show charismatic great faith sad faith in hebrews 11 is they all fear the lord period you know because right. you, you can love jesus to the point where you just sinning all the time well, i just love jesus ah. but when you fear the lord you obey his commandments and then um a chapter that god laid on me was psalms 12 no psalms 112 it says oh great the lord blah 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 those who fear the Lord, and then it gives the benefits of fearing the Lord. Right. And I was reading, I was like, dang, I want all this stuff. But there's a prerequisite to stuff in the kingdom. Mm. Now, you can get, as a human, we see humans all the time get rich, famous, notoriety, influence, all the things who don't fear the Lord. But where does it lead? It's very destructive at yeah. the end of the day. And then that just it goes on the lines of if your foundation is anything other than God's foundation, it's rocky. If your foundation is anything other than God's foundation and a piece of God's foundation, it's still rocky. It's still sand mixed with concrete. You have too much sand in the concrete mixture. What do you have? A faulty foundation. Mm. So I don't want to grow my life to the point where I have built a three-story house with eight bedrooms and six bathrooms, dynamic kitchen. Everything's technology-based. 
And then it cracks in half when I turn 40 because I did not fear the Lord. Because there's been so many ministers who have went so high mm. to the highest of highs in ministry or even not even like the grand ministry. Just their, ch- their local church at home is the pillar in the community. But then since they did not fear the Lord, they cheated on their wife when they turned 40. For no reason other than they just abuse God's grace or whatever the case may be. And I don't want that for my life. Right. So I think God just set me down like in terms of crucifying my flesh through the fear of the Lord, he will crucify my flesh. Right. Because I will have to obey his commandments with the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, it's a choice to basically I would say it's a choice to be saved Mm -hmm. because you cannot just be like, oh, salvation one time. I'm good to go. No, you have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling of the Lord. And that's what David did. That's what um, Joseph did. That's what all, that's what everybody is. Mm-hmm. Sarah, Easter, everybody. And that's how they are in the great book of Hebrews 11, listed by their faith. Not by their, not by their love, the Hall of Fame of faith. They're not listed because they love God. No, they're listed because of their faith and they truly feared the Lord in everything they did. And what they did produced great results listed in Psalms 12. I would recommend anybody read Psalms 112, I meant. So, yeah. Just go in the fear of the Lord. Oh, and I got a good book, The Awe of God. It literally talks about how the fear of the Lord is a fundamental piece um, to our salvation, but it's not taught, and he teaches it. But he compares the fear of the Lord to addition and subtraction to a kindergartner. Because if we have a kindergartner growing up through school, first, second, third, fourth grade, they get to fifth grade and don't know how to add and subtract, what do they do? They fall off. Mm. It's fundamental. They fell off. They fell off. <laughs> they're the they're not grade. getting past sixth grade. If yeah, little don't. Timmy, you fell off. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's, but that's because little Timmy never learned a a foundational piece, a fundamental piece, right. of the whole thing. Because when he gets to algebra one, but he don't know how to add or subtract, yeah. he gonna get a zero. He gonna even get a twelve. Homeboy like he gonna flunk it. the test when it's time to get ninth grade algebra one. Like he's not getting past it. So just growing in the fear of the Lord, I I love the process. I don't like the process, but I love the process. Mm. Yeah, I think. And off to what you um, said about, like, you know, Bryson, he touched on, like, your quiet time has to match your calling. But I think your character has to match your calling as well. Indeed. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead, Verge. I was talking to my cousin Alex one day, and I had told her, like, shout out Alex. Um, I said, I believe that if we take a person of the world with good character and give them Jesus, Mm. they'll be a dope man of God, woman of God. But if we take a person of the world and they have like bad character and we give them God, they're just a bad person when Jesus crossed their chest. Because your character will change. But just bad character in Jesus, I think at least a backslide for real. I mean, I think like we look at like pastors who like become celebrity pastors like real quickly. Um, And then like they have a moment, like they have a moment where they have like some sort of large moral failure mm-hmm. and i think that's because like and like you know you got to look at like pastors you can look i watched this um documentary about this youtuber um who um i forget what his name is but he was like he was like one of the first youtubers to like ever make it um pretty bro fredo no his name was hey, oh Kevin boogie 2988 like, all of the time uh, boogie 2988 like uh <laughs> wait what what did you say? It's Verge face. I'm so, oh, Verge. Oh no, he like a um, yeah, he like a gamer, 
But uh, this 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 one right here. Um. Yeah. So he like. Uh, he uh. Yeah. So anyway, he got famous real quick. Like he got famous. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm about to. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. This guy's life is sad. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I ain't. I ain't trying to hate on anybody, but like you watch that documentary. It's called The Downfall of Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight. You you watch that. You'll be like, dang, you'll be grateful for how good your life going, man. Cause his life is in the trenches. But like I still love you. Though. Yeah. He <laughs> still shout he out Boogie 298. Like, it's not like um uh he a victim of circumstance. He's a victim of his own poor character. You know? Like he rose to you know, when YouTube came out, anybody can rise to fandom. So he rose to fandom so quick. But his character did not was not the foundation it needed to be for him to be able to sustain that fame. And so he, he quickly started becoming like very money hungry. Uh, dude was getting prostitutes um, and sleeping with them. Uh, I, I, there's a quote from the, I ain't gonna drop the quote. There's a quote from the documentary that is hilarious. Huh? But like that, that quote is also like really sad, but it has to do with, but anyways, so like, huh? I mean, clean, I ain't no curse words in it. You know what? This my you know, Bryson. How you feeling, bro? It's the Christmas episode, bro. I'm gonna say it, bro. Huh? <laughs> he just so tissed up. Uh, huh? He he's so nervous, bro. What I'm about to say. But the prostitute said, "I quit sex work because of Bucky Two Nine Eight Eight. Oh, like dang, because Wait. of him. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That old bad. I was like, anyways, but so yeah. Not so. anyways. <laughs> I said what I had to say. I feel like he a perfect example. Um, once again, for someone who they downfall came because uh, they didn't work on their character. Right? Mm-hmm. They got the fame, they believed the hype, and then they started drinking their own Kool Aid, and eventually it all fell apart. And so that's why it's so important to build character. And so like when people ask like me about like young vagabond blowing up and stuff like that it's like you know that's cool but my primary concern is about building character right where am i gonna be at when if it does pop off like that Mm -hmm. right am i gonna start to believe the hype and believe the fame or am i gonna say lord like this is yours and like when we watch or when you watch i was there when we recorded the episode uh, with pastor josiah and and when he talked about like you know, you don't want to have that false humility of like, oh, glory to God. Um, but you, like one thing he said that the, the head pastor Vibrant does is like, he literally in his prayers will give that glory back to God. Like a literal extending of that glory back. And I think that's so powerful um, because that helps keep us from our ego inflating, right? Um, and it allows us to say, okay, I'm not going to focus I'm going to focus on myself, but not focus on myself in the sense that I'm going to focus on building my character, not building my glory. And so I would even say, like, you will focus on building God's kingdom, but building your character at the same time. Right. Because when we take the focus off our kingdom, what we're trying to build, mm. I think that's where the, the sauce is. Right. Um. So it was when you were talking about the fear of the Lord. Right. Um. This is about like the eighth time this week. But I was laying down, y'all, because now it's like really blowing my mind because I never I would hear people be like, and God told me 
for me to open up and i'll be like well god ain't tell me that um <laughs> but i kid you not i'm sitting in my bed and and isaiah oh i'm sorry and isaiah isaiah 6 he said go read isaiah 6 i go read it and it's like okay anyways huh Isaiah 6 says Isaiah's cleansing and call And then you keep reading If you keep reading It's um, it's Isaiah he's coming to the temple And the cephalum I think that's what they're called They got like 8,000 wings y'all Listen anyways And Yeah but um, It was basically God was within that temple And the fear of the Lord Brought him to his knees Because um before then, what was he? It was he was in Jerusalem, I think. But um, basically, the way they were living, it was like they didn't fear the Lord. You're, it's like you're living care, like just with no care. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think when people think of the fear of the Lord, you get all scared. But the fear of the Lord brings security because it's like so. When when I was reading Isaiah six, I can't really unless I had it in front of me, which I don't. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Look at that! Thanks, Shout man. out, Verge. Um, Shout out God for real. Ali <laughs> Upit. So, um, he said, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heavens." Right? Their voices shook. The temple, its foundation shook. And then Isaiah was like, "Oh my gosh, it's over! Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, oh God, I'm, no, it's over. I'm going to hell." Yeah. Anyways, that's what I honestly. That's literally how I read it. That's how we read the Bible. But um, then it says one of the sephirim flew to Isaiah with burning coal and purified. That's what I thought about. He purified his heart. And then like through that purification, but through him realizing the fear and the awe of the Lord, then was he able to humble himself in front of God and say, God. Like you're like you have an awe, a fear, like a reverence about you that like now, like my focus is you. So now send me. I saw like to be like in a place and it's like like to actually like be. I don't know. When I was looking at this, I was like, man, I don't know what I would have been doing if I was Isaiah. I'm I'm a, I'm, dram- I'm dramatic. OK, we know <laughs> <laughs> the good old AC. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> we're not. We're not gonna talk about that. He a point guard, man. Anyways, but it just shows like, in order to like be purified, to say, "Lord, change my heart, do this, do this," you have to understand the realness of God. You know, like we can't just be saying stuff just to say stuff. Like, okay, God, change my heart. You sure? You ready? You ready? Because this, the 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 angel thing, whatever. I'm not saying it again. Um, brought hot burning coal and and pressed it on Isaiah's mouth. Like the Bible is very intentional. So like, why did they use coal? Because of that refining that had to happen for him to then say, Lord, I'm here. Send me. Because at this point, God, I don't even care about that no more. I don't care what people gonna think. I didn't see what you did. I didn't see you for who you are. So now send me. I'm I'm offering my I'm living I'm literally saying, you know what's crazy? I was reading the Bible, it's like 
God will always ask questions that he already knew the answer to. So why was he asking a question? It was, it's not for God, but it was for Isaiah's benefit for him to be, for him to answer the call, you know, not come to God and be like, all right, God, I'm here. But to be like, when God says who will go, it's like to, it's like to test yourself. Like, are you at this point to where you're like, okay, God, I can go, you know, it's no longer what's going to happen with me and what's going to happen with me. I'm going because you asked me. You know what I'm saying? You've asked me to go. And I've known what you've done for me. And I've known what you brought me through. And I've seen what you delivered from delivered me from. I've seen this. I've seen the refining. I've seen all these things. How crazy would I be not to say to not send me? So it's like, I don't know. That ate me up. Go ahead. I'm going to talk about the same verse. Because... They did not say holy, holy, holy because they told because God told them to. The Hebrew writers were very intentional with they had um or how they wrote scripture. It says holy three times because it's at the the highest form of exclamation. Because they don't have italics, they don't have exclamation points, mm-hmm. and they don't have bold writing. All they had was um numerical value. So the fact that the angel said holy, holy, holy. And then they were saying it so loud that it shook the foundation. Yeah. Now think of Mississippi State as one building. The whole campus is one building. Imagine some as powerful to shake Mississippi State, right? Now, the the vibration that was caused due to the shaking of the foundation was the angels' voices. And it was so loud because they saw God. Not because God said, hey, praise me. Mm-hmm. It's because of his his just his wholeness it made them shout like they couldn't do nothing else but say holy over and over and over and then like what you said like god just send me i think that's just uh i think that's a dangerous prayer like you say god take my life do what you want to do you know it's it's on all our worship songs we say it over and over but i think when we say god send me and just use me how you want to in our quiet time God be like, thank you for that letter, and I'm going to work on you in due time. He's not just going to crucify your flesh <laughs> yeah. in one day. Because truth be told, I don't think we will survive Mm-mm. cutting out everything bad in one day. Pruning is a freaking process. Yeah. And I think that because Isaiah was exposed to the Lord, he was trusted. Yeah. So, I would like, um, of course, I, I believe you have seen the goodness of God in your life. I think he trusts you, you know. I remember one day I was in ACDC talking to her. I was like, this, and I can't imagine you. As a freaking senior in college. And I still mean that. Because you came to Mississippi State already locked in with God. You're going to be the second person I've seen go through four consistent years of God. Like just, well, second. Bryson, these two right here. But as a freshman, you're already locked in. So when you turn 30, destiny is going to be some evangelist. I don't want to put titles on it that's not legit. But I don't know where 30-year-old Destiny is going to be. I don't know if she's going to be in ministry or the marketplace. Yeah. But wherever your feet are, I can see like a dirt road. And then on your feet is like gold at the bottom of your feet. And every step you take on the dirt road, it'll be gold footsteps. Like everywhere you go, it's like you will bless that place to the point where they know God has been there. So, And when Destiny stops walking on that road, they're going to be like, dang, we need to get Destiny back. Because we're missing the value that she has placed on this place. So, I don't know where that came from. Okay, so, prophet. No. <laughs> wait, just, no, wait, wait, wait. Y'all, no, listen. So when I went back home, 
um for thanksgiving right i was talking with my dad me and my dad we like we're like we're really closer now since things have happened right um but he was talking to me he was like i love you so much um he was like like the things that you do for me i don't even like like i love you like it's crazy or whatnot and he was like the lord will bless you and he just said that and he said that he i kid you not he said everything i will touch will be gold he said that when I said I was like and I didn't even think too much of it. I was like Amen, praise God. I was like I was just like thank you. I was like amen. I was like I was like amen. Like so it was like cuz sometimes I would catch myself compare com what is it? Comparing, comparing Lord. Yes. Um comparing myself and sometimes I would be like, "Oh, stop comparing. It's not good to compare. Like don't compare, don't compare." But like I think when we say don't compare, it's so surface level because your mind is so programmed to compare. You can't stop that from coming in. Like I don't know, me maybe that's from somebody else. For me personally, when it comes to a spot, a, a spot, I do compare. Like, but it's like okay, the comparison has happened. What do I do now? Do I dwell in it or do I take it to the Lord? So I would find myself comparing myself to like older women. Um, specifically older black women because i mean i'm black but like that doesn't matter but um i would compare myself to um like older like christian women i'm like man like god like you're speaking to them so well like where am i at and i'm like girl you're 19 and it's like i know that god still moves but it's like i had to tell myself like you're trying to he's like he's like you're trying to rush me and like you're gonna like come on now like look where you at now like look what i brought you through now you're so focused on where it is that you want me to take you that you don't even understand where i brought you from like you're not even seeing where i brought you from because your focus is so much on where it is that you want me to take you you know what i'm saying you don't even know that you just know the things that i brought you from so it's like i don't know yeah destiny what you just described was how humans were on earth after the last book in the new testament to the first gospel you said like god where are you god is hidden god is hidden god is hidden and the greek that translates to deus abgandistus pastor brandon told me that in his sermon but basically they was like god like where you at like you tripping right now the whole time god was in motion um and then so that's god is hidden so Deus Abgandatus Abik Presente is God is hidden, but he's always present. Mm. Even though you may not hear the voice of God every day you wake up. Like God dang God, you didn't tell me to go to Matthew 18, but yesterday you told me to read First John. And First yeah. John was the best book of the Bible for Tuesday. But Wednesday it's like, dang God, where you at? You know what I'm saying? So but God in that situation, God was always active because those four hundred years before Jesus came, God was on earth hidden but always present he was translating languages amongst his people because they were spread out no one knew language and it took time for everybody to understand the language and when the bible was written he needed people to translate the languages because the bible is meant for all people because all people are his people whether they know it or not so god was hidden but he was always present always i think that's an interesting perspective you just offered there like because like you know jesus birth is during roman like the roman empire which is a universal empire like 
of the universe like as they knew it pretty much yeah. um so like even god's timing and like greek was a universal basically language the same with like english is now because of how the power America holds, like that was like in Roman times, like that's how much influence they had. That like pretty much everybody spoke, like would try to learn Greek or or was try like spoke Greek, and like the fact that God's providence extended so far that He knew this very specific time period that like Jesus needed to be born mm-hmm. for His church to be able to be established and to be a universal church. Because Paul's like writing letters to people in Italy, to people in Turkey, like modern day Turkey, to people in modern day like the Middle Eastern region, like all these like spots in Spain, like all these places, and like that was only possible because God knew. Like if God was was only 50 years it's micah that's the last book of the mm-hmm. old testament only 50 years after micah had been written like it wouldn't have had that hit. had the same impact i mean of course god can do whatever he wants but god knows how to work within like he knows his people and he knows how to work mm-hmm. within his creation i think that's just an interesting point and i see i see you want to cook jerry's but i want to slide this in real quick <laughs> <laughs> like the book of esther the name of God is not mentioned at all. And that's the only book in the Bible where God is not mentioned. Yet God's hand is all throughout that book. And it gives us one of the most fire quotes in the Bible. God says to Esther, no, God didn't say this to Esther. Mordecai says this to Esther. Perhaps you were born, you were made queen for such a time as this. So like for such a time as this, like there's a reason you're born at this time. You exist. All of these things is because God knew that there was something that he needed to he needed to through he needed to do through Jerry's, through DJ, through Travis, through Destiny, through Verse, through myself. Perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Like God is so intentional, and it's it's so crazy. Like He's outside of time, but His hand flows throughout time. I ain't gonna lie. We cooking right now. <laughs> we cooking. I don't know how to feel about this right now because I do pray for y'all at night. I think one thing I'll, I pray, I say the same prayer every day for all my friends and enemies. I always say, God, please, um, please like push. I won't even say push, but continue to pers- have my friends pursue their their own purpose. And under and show them that they them that they can also just I want I always I always want everybody to see their value within themselves because like Destiny say we tend to compare and the compare is not always to see the similarities but also the differences within one's uh, other people and just things because we tend to contradict ourselves and we have this self doubt and then we just kill everything and devalue ourselves and. I just feel like as I'm gonna go back to episodes. This is why y'all need to tune in the Wiseman Avenue too. But my last episode Shameless I did uh, for my season, second season, was progress over motion. And a lot of times I feel like in life we don't understand that motion is slow. But as long as you are taking a step at a time and you're growing throughout each season or whatever motion you got going on, it might not be ready at that time. But when the time comes, it's gonna it's gonna be it's you're gonna be able to serve it. Like it's a quote I got in my phone. I got two minute quotes. Let's pull it up. I got we're gonna go to the uh podcast topics. We're gonna go to down to the city. 
<laughs> that's how many. That's how many. <laughs> All right, so y'all, I'm quoting from the wise man bars, and um, I, this is a quote I got from myself. I made it. It was um, never rush anything that's best served later on than now. Jarius is. And uh, wise man came up with that one, y'all. Hey. Jarius had nothing to do with it, and it just I feel like, yeah, the Holy Spirit was cooking with me one day, and like. <laughs> Um, it's just really I I probably can attest everybody in this room can attest for, but like like Bryson said, it's a lot of things God does within each of us that in that certain moment of or season <coughs> excuse me. I ain't got COVID, man. Chill out. God <laughs> be laughing because Destiny over here. Yeah. When we gonna do the watch party at <laughs> But um back to it back to it though uh Yeah like God he instills certain purposes in us that only we can do and a lot of times I have noticed that people try to play like the like copycat game like if they doing it they maybe I should try and do it. When really, like, no, comparison. like, yeah, we're comparing, and you feel like it's the fear of man, yeah, in a nutshell. And a lot of times, like, as we go, as we all go, like, our walks in Christ, everybody's path is different for a reason. It's okay to pray in unity, but you still have to practice individuality with Christ. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn that his y'all relationship is always gonna be different from the next person. Like, he might be working on me to be more vulnerable. And more selfless and caring with the community he might be working on you to learn to be more selfish and set well selfish with your time and the energy you are giving to people so you we can't practice the same thing we both have two different purposes is defeating everything that he's trying to do for you and me mm-hmm. i saw this quote sunday i told virgin bryson this yeah <laughs> i told virgin bryson this monday he was talking about how since God is all knowing, right? Mm-hmm. He saw a problem. He was like, "You need a Bryson for that. You need a Burge for that DJ. Serious destiny." And so he made you put it in your mom's womb. Then you grew up. He gave you a call. So you didn't answer the call. <laughs> you want to? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something real Bar. quick Jesus too. Christ. We we keep saying a calling. God give us alarms too, y'all. I you know, some that. days like. Yeah, you can't you like a lot of times we hit snooze on what we supposed to be waking up to do or to get up to do. Bro, that's Jerry's that's so good. Like think about it, like a lot of us it's time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of us have like five different alarms set just to get up for the day. (laughs) Sometimes I'm I'm gonna be real. I have an alarm. Sometimes I turn my alarm off and I don't wake up because my I, I know I know my time coming. It's best to be ready for it. Oh, like sometimes, like I'm gonna say this morning for my exam. I had an 8 a.m. exam. I had an alarm set for 7:20. I woke up at 6:45. The normal human being, I'm gonna go back to sleep and wake up when that alarm go off. I went and jumped out the bed and started getting ready for the day. By the time I was dressed, I ate breakfast. My alarm was going off on the kitchen counter. I turned it off. Mm. Preparation plus dedication beats all things. Just a one bar. My dad, he told me, he always tell me this. He was like, a man who want to make money don't need no alarm. No. 
Like just straight up Like he would never Cause I used to cut trees When I was younger He would never wake me up And I live with the dude He said if you really want it Bad enough You don't need no alarm clock My uh You always ready I was like man Your body just need to know I, I'm gonna say this And I'm gonna let Bryson go <laughs> When I used to uh, do construction When I used to work Just like in a central worker field In high school Middle school through high school I never set an alarm Never Like and I used to, <laughs> Never Never Like it's all on me And, and my papa He used to be out And I used to beat My, my papa used to come Pick me up every day 5.45 6 o'clock in the morning Y'all, I used to be outside my house waiting on him to come get me. He stayed around the corner for me. Oh, old man, you yeah. beat an old man. Yes, you like you have to. You got you got to stay ahead of the game. It's like playing sports. It's like before your teammates come to practice, you got to be stretched, warmed up, and this all comes with the fact also like um, with standards. Like I hold myself up high in the fact that I'm a leader, and it's those that are looking up to me and watching me. So like I always got to stay ahead, and I got to be ready. Exactly, cause you never know. Other people might come in slacking, and you gotta make sure that they up you, and you have to pick them up and then enlighten them. Like I learned early, it's not about me no more. But I'm gonna let Bryce go cook. He ready? (laughs) (laughs) This man. The reason is because you said something with the alarms. The reason we call it a calling is because we only need one. But alarms, we need multiple. Mm. One call, one conversation. Mm. Hey, Bryson, I need some help on something. Okay, bet. Now I'm aware that DJ needs help on something, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes DJ will send me texts. I still need help on this. Okay, bet. Now I'm reminded that DJ needs help on this, right? But that first call is what set that emotion. I knew he needed help. So it's kind of like with God, we get that one call. Like Jerry said, we get these callings on our lives. Well, we get those alarms where God's like, okay, Read this this morning. Do this today. Talk to this person. Because that's helping further the call. So, like, damn, bro. Shout out Holy Spirit on them. I got one more thing to say, y'all. Y'all know how, like, we do D&Ds, too. Like, Virgil, before we recorded, I heard you say, let me put my phone on D&D. Mm-hmm. And I had did that, too. You know how your D&D not- uh, focuses, what they call them. You can allow who can come in and out. Facts. So, like... Follow me, follow me. Yeah, you can allow access to who can who, you can you can allow access who can call, what texts, what app notifications you can get. A lot of times like, we only allow certain things. We only allow what God is trying to do for us when it's accessible to what we feel like is good for us. Mm. Come on, Pastor. So like, <laughs> I ain't trying to preach too much, but Deacon Elder Jerry, but <laughs> Deacon Elder Apostle uh, Bishop. <laughs> But like, like for me, like lately, like for me, I'm, I'm, uh, since the, the break is starting to come and I got a little more free time, I start back reading. I'm in Ecclesiastes right now. Ooh. Top five. Top five. I, like, I don't know. Ecclesiastes right now, my favorite. Like, hey, Jerry, we can talk all day about this. Bruh. Bruh, everything is being in list. I was, I was talking, I was talking to a lady. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say what I'm saying. I'm gonna get back. I was talking to this woman at my job that go to my church and I said, Mean, I was, I was like, I'm, I finished reading the uh, section. Everything is meaningless, and it made me think like, so. Cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it, it like it had my brain going crazy. I might reread tonight just to really wrap my head around it. But no, like we literally sometimes like only accept certain things. Like I'm gonna say, for example, um, 
uh, what's something like we I guess like when we hear good things that's going on in our life when people come to us say like you know you got a calling on your life or God has really blessed you right now we take that and we be like oh that mean I'm doing good I don't need to keep following my faith and strengthen my connection with God but like when things bad happening like um a family member's going is real is having a hard time right now in life or a friend that you really thought was your friend is like really doing some shady stuff behind your back or you running low on money and you can't get you can't reach nobody it's them times right there where you really start to feel like god dog i need to get in touch with god and we can't treat god like a 24 atm bank where we feel like we can just go to him whenever we feel like it no you got to treat this like it's a job like not as to the extent but like it's essential to get up read your word meditate over your word document these words and like fully get the it's like this your parent man Mm-hmm. Like It's your parent Like you gotta Like when you get up in the morning Y'all go tell y'all parents good morning Y'all hug them Y'all talk to them And you go for about the day You gotta treat God like that You gotta get up You gotta tell them Thank you for waking me up today Or when you go to sleep at night Thank you for Letting me make it to see the next Tonight Hopefully pr- let me see the next day Like you can't just be Doing things Only when they're going good mm-hmm. And then say He got me like I said, you mistake his hand for foot, he will boot you, and he will show you better than he could tell you. And our, par- our parents will do that. We think, okay, I'm going to mess up. My mom and them got me. Okay, you, they cut you off. You try to go to your grandparents. They ain't got you either. Because you didn't honor the first thing you're supposed to honor in the first place. Exactly, the first line of defense. The hitch. Yeah, and the best def- the best offense is a good defense. <laughs> yeah. So, like... I really just feel like you got to understand that you you got to accept everything that comes. Mm-hmm. It's like dating. You can't only mar- marvelize the good when it's cheating allegations yeah, going on. Too, like you got to be able to Yeah. <laughs> like you really like you literally have to enjoy the fact that okay, it's bad things going on right now. It's not going our way. But you got to enjoy the process and find the joy. And that's where the patience part come in, where you mm-hmm. really have to see, like, okay, this happened for a reason, but I know the end goal, so I'm going to just go through it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to just, I'm going to take this experience more so as an enlightenment to what's going to happen once we make it out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of changing your mindset and perspective on the situation. Like, I will say, I can't, I can't attest and say that, like, like I like literally, I used to, a lot of stuff. I used to find negative. I'd be like, man, it's just a learning list for me now. It's something that mm-hmm. it's just something to remind me what not to do instead of like, oh, why this happened to me or they shouldn't have done this to me. This, that, and the third, trying to point fingers. It's like, no, it's just a learning lesson for me, like an experience moving forward. That like, okay, I can look back and reflect. I'm like, don't do that. Or this, how you go about it if you come across it again. And I get, I don't do it every time something like that. I just, I say, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that moment because I needed it. Not why you put me in this moment. Like, no, I needed that. Because every now and then you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. Go, Virgie. Yes, it was when, oh, I'm sorry. I, okay, now I can say it was when. The mic was not in, anyways. Um, It was when you were talking about the, um, the suffering part. When we tied, like I was saying earlier, like, God doesn't change when our situations change. So, like, I had to, y'all, like, and then it's also, like, I think sometimes we glamorize 
the the prosperity of God because now what happens when you're going four plus years I'm speaking from experience um with me I've had to go four plus years and my father still does not walk right and it's like God um I would be like because then I'll read Jeremiah 29 11 and I'm like okay um well I was like I was like is this the peace and prosperity? Like, I was like, I'm not really understanding. Um, you know, and I was like, and it was in, in it, honestly, the situation has taught me, um, that what happens when you're not taken out of the suffering? What happens Mm. when you have to sit in the suffering Mm -hmm. where there is, where you got the faith that God will take you out the, the suffering, but it's not in his will yet. Or it's not in his will at all. Yeah. So like, so now is it like, okay, God, it's not in your will. But anytime I start to question or I start to say anything that is not good of God, then it's not right. Because God is good. Like, it's not a cliche. It's not a, you know, something that we hear all the time. God is good. And all the time, God is good. You know what I'm saying? But he, he is He's good. So it's like, when I look at this situation, it's like, am I suffering, God? You are still good. You know, Paul, when he was in prison, in his suffering, he, the man probably got a black eye, hip hurt, side hurt, everything. And he's still saying, Lord, my my God, thank you. The contentment to sit in suffering, the contentment to, to be like God, I do not, this is not feel good, but you are still good. You know, it's like, it teaches you, in my opinion, it teaches you another level of patience and faith that like, you're like, man, my situation probably isn't going to change, but it's okay because look where it has brought me from. This, me sitting here is the goodness of God. I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't with my situation that happened with me. You know, and that shows the goodness of God, him marinating me, he, him pruning me, him doing all these things. When in my mind, I was like, God, where are you? Like, you're, 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 like, how do you've abandoned me? Whole time, like Verge said, like, he's there even when you don't even feel him. When I was in that closet crying, he was there. When I didn't have faith in him, he was there. He was in that closet. When he took me back to that same closet where I was now crying because I was thanking him. Mm. I'm now crying because I'm thanking him. The same closet I was crying that I didn't feel him in is the same closet that I'm thanking him Amen. in. And it's like the goodness of God ch- transforms your heart despite your situation. That's why it's always like it is not about what he would do for you. Like he would do things for you, but it is the character of God. It is who he is at the root, at the center. And that is good. And that is faithful. And that is like, he, 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 he loves you. So when you're in a situation where it feels like he doesn't love you, you got to take a step back and check your heart. Take a step back and check. Why do I feel this way? Check the word too. Yeah. Check the word. Yeah. Read the story of Joseph. Yeah. Job. I don't know. The the story of Joseph me. Bruh said, That's not my kid. How you you gonna be like, that's you sure that's my kid? (laughs) He was like, You sure that's my kid? Anyway, I'm sorry. But yeah. (laughs) 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 
Man. You sure that's my kid? That ain't my that's kid. My, uh, that's one of my favorite things, bro. It's the, to retell biblical stories, but in the yeah, like, uh, like, Atlanta version. Tubi way. Tubi is crazy. Like Tubi be wildin', bro. Tubi be wildin', bro. But man, y'all on spit, man. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure to just sit back and and listen. I hope uh, our uh, I did not check beforehand to make sure. We had enough space on the recording, so let's hope that we good. I, let's in Jesus' name. But I deleted most of the episodes, so we should. Cause I would hate for them to miss like these good. Well, I mean, it go. It's still like there'd just be an audio and no video for maybe like the second half. Cause no matter what, that's still hopefully also catching it. I really don't know. We just kind of at this point, yeah, putting uh putting some faith. Hey, but like Pastor Josiah, yeah, we got said, those, those sometimes some hands in there. you just be having conversations for yourself. You gotta walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. Say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cause when I say y'all, we got enough nuggets to where y'all can get a y'all can fill your plates up and take something to go. Got enough nuggets for McDonald's and Wendy's. Like forty piece, like fifty piece. Like I ain't gonna lie, we didn't get y'all some. We didn't get y'all a gift, like a this present. Is young Vagabond's Christmas present. Well, shoot, y'all. What time is it? Um, it's six. I'm it's high. seven o'clock. Um, and so we probably can hear it in the clock. Like an hour and a half. I'm with you. Uh, actually, um, no, no. The longest one was Pastor Josiah's, but we broke it down into two episodes. If but, I'm whispering, can they hear me? What? Okay. You have the microphone in here. Just now. saying. Because so, I, was, I was talking real noise over here. Well, I want to um close out with a little bit more lighthearted. All right, so we got two ideas, right? Originally, I was going to do both of them, Merry but y'all just Christmas. went in and y'all started. Y'all wanted to cook for an hour and a half, so I was like, okay. Merry well, Christmas. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I like, hey, I'm cool Christmas. with it. You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> Man, rub my knee. I don't like that. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, we get, uh, Y'all want to, we can play Pick It Up or Preach. Pick it up and preach, right? Or we can argue about what is the optimal um, room temperature because we I have like some very uh, differing uh-huh. opinions. Okay, go ahead. Go that. ahead and the mic diverge. Huh? huh? Let's take a vote. Pick it up and preach. Raise your hand. Y'all some pops, You know bro. what? Y'all some I, really, I am really... <laughs> How about this, Jerry? We'll let you pick it up and preach, and then after that, we'll have a conversation. Huh? So, you see this table right here? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, bro. Huh? No, like we just, I'm gonna I'm just give a oh, word. Pick it up and preach. Say, pick it up and preach. I guess right, as I go to my notes, I'm gonna find a word, give y'all some good, kill your nerves. Yeah. Okay, okay, I got one for you. It's number 33 in my notes. And yeah. it say, sometimes we don't know what we need. And yeah. guess what, y'all? God is what you need. And guess oh. what? <laughs> I'm going to take the shades off. Because now I got to look at y'all when I say, let's cut the beat, y'all. I'm finna really kill it. <laughs> and um, You really don't know what you need and, in life. And a lot of times, I ain't gonna even say a lot of times because it don't be always a lot. It be just a little bit. Sprinkle a little salt on it. 
Uh, the importance of a community. And, um... <laughs> DJ Brazil! <laughs> Like we, you just don't know what you need. And I was literally talking to some. I was talking to uh, Mr. Davenport about this other day, and I was telling the season I'm in, I'm really truly understanding my limits, and I didn't. Re- and I've learned that I can't do it all by myself. And uh, <laughs> we not alone. I see. I was doing good till I looked at Travis, y'all. Trick or trial. You know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to myself. But no, nah, like you, I really, you don't really know your limits. Until like you do things, and sometimes you do stuff, you be like, "Nah, I need to, um, I need to hit somebody up." Like I ain't gonna lie, these people in these room help me out a lot of stuff. Like I'm not the most artistic person or creative at times, but with the help of my boy Trigger Trey right here, he didn't open, he didn't like open, unlock some things in me that I ain't know I could do. But that's just like just reaching out and being very selfless, put my ego and pride to the side. And just knowing that, like, okay, just because I got a podcast and, like, I'm a content creator, too, doesn't mean I can't reach out to another content creator. Like, that's right. just blasphemy. Like, we all, right. going to, we all going the same direction. Why not try to go up with them, too? Don't try to shoot them, tear them down. And it's the same thing in, like, Christianity. Like, just because they've been praising longer than me doesn't mean that, like, I should be offended to go ask questions or talk to them. Like, I read my Bible, but they probably read there's more. So, like, I should ask questions about how should I dissect these words? Mm. Like, what key things I should be looking into, main ideas should I be, like, highlighting as I go forth in this chapter? You know, it's like you have to you have to be willing to know what you can't do and understand that there are people who are in certain positions that can help you. And that's the importance of just knowing and understanding your community, though. But that's just a little nugget and stuff I wanted to give y'all. That was uh that was great. A frosted sugar cookie is so much sweeter when you got the frosting on. There we go. <laughs> oh no, they kind of dry. They kind of dry. That was good, but like it was no pick it up and preach. They kind of dry. But you, you finished it out. I thought you'd be like take the veil off. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, well something like dry. you know what I'm saying. Like, but that was good, bro. Cause like, them cookies. Hey, tell the Wiseman bar. Them cookies dry. All right, y'all. Little Wiseman bar. For we go. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Well, Travis the one person y'all when he go to Popeyes, he gonna eat the biscuit with no water, and then probably get another one. But uh, as we come to a close, I would give y'all a wise man bar, and uh, it's it's probably the most simplest one. But if you go based off how you feel, then it ain't real. Mm. So you know, hey, that's right. The same way. we looked at We thought you, you look on the camera You think that's hot chocolate mm. Nah That lukewarm chocolate But just cause you feel like it's, it's real, hot Don't it's mean it's hot cold. It's yeah, actually lukewarm It ain't huh? even lukewarm You think it's, it's hot It's not even hot it's Right say, say that bro Anyways Now to Close off Well before we actually do our actual close off I want to know what um, our two very passionate people think back about the about the look at her. <laughs> about the optimal, Let me tell you something. about the optimal room temperature. I personally think it's seventy two. No. <laughs> yes. What do you think, Verge? The optimal room temperature. So we got on this topic because oh, I was tripping, right? Oh, I was not. But tripping. I believe. Um, 
the optimal room temperature oh, in the winter time is heat 72 and in the summertime <sighs> it is cool 71 <laughs> and that's all i have <sighs> okay so um me personally it should stay from like 68 70 Dang. <laughs> okay listen god let me tell you something let me tell you something but no we're gonna give you context because that's what he didn't do um when he walked in here it was on heat it's on heat okay it's already listen 40 it's already, degrees outside it's already on heat no listen you're gonna let me talk did i interrupt you i don't care what you did oh but i'm letting you know like i was saying um walked in it's hot okay whatever i look over it's 75 in heat and it's 75 y'all you come from the cold outside and you coming into a building it's the same thing at school it'd be it'd be cold outside they be having a they be having the buildings on 80 something degrees okay but that's not the point it's already on heat in 68 then leave it alone why are you putting the air up you know what I'm saying? Heat it's heat 68 and you were still cold, Virg. Because it was cold That don't in make here. sense. That don't make sense. The heat don't turn on I look up and it's 75 degrees. You got, the whole, you got the whole people in this place saying oh, it's wow. hot. And you worried about yourself. I was toasty. Being very selfish. No, Being very still selfish. was the, and the only first person. Of all, first of all, I put the air on. on Listen. <laughs> I put the air on because I wanted to cancel it out. I wanted to cancel it out. I put the air on so I could cancel it out. It didn't even get that cold. She put it he, on cool sixty eight. I did not. Yes, you. What you put it on? What I did put not it put it on no sixty eight. I would not do that. Yeah, I changed it from sixty eight to seventy two. Oh, but the same thing. You said that it was on seven. You you put it to seventy two. I looked over there. It said seventy five. So which who? who it's an old thermostat. I can't control it. Like I said, I can only control what's in my like control. I said, and I like put I it on seventy two and walk Like off. I said. <laughs> Like I said, it's 68 and it's hot. How how it feel in Mississippi when it say 68? It still be hot, okay? So I mean, no. like I get it depends the, logic. On the sun of the clouds out because well, okay, like, but we're in a building with insulation. Anyways, so like what I'm saying is you'll be okay. It's not that deep. Just you because your thermal regulation you shouldn't don't have work, to, don't you mean shouldn't that. have to oven bake yourself in a house <laughs> because you're just it's, it. It wasn't even that cold outside, y'all. It was three or some o'clock. It wasn't even four yet. It was fifty six. I ain't gonna degrees. lie, Bird. You were kind of tripping, bro, because it was hot as freak. You have on there. the Santa hat and the sweater. <laughs> Says the perfect. He had no, 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 y'all. He talking like he been had this shirt on the whole time. He did know. not come up here with this shirt. He came in with a sweatshirt That's on, all they know. and then a shirt under this. I was still toasted. <laughs> it is. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Listen, I ain't got time for. <laughs> you don't all have all time. I can for do me. is speak life. So you know what I'm gonna do. I love how it's people say do, speak bro. life speak after life. not speaking life. The people it be it be people like y'all be like yeah I'm a killer with kindness after then saying 20 minutes of just un you know but you know I'm just gonna kill you with kindness now. God, God, working on me. You know working on you okay. God, working on me okay. Can't be. I can't be brutally honest. Man. No more. Gotta keep their mouth closed. Some people just need to keep their mouth closed. Man, well, let us know in the comment section what you're thinking about. What the optimal temperature is, like I, I said, personally seventy two. Uh, we got some extreme sense. people here on the side. <laughs> I don't even know Travis. what he said over there. He's too far. But uh, Travis, what do you think? 
He finna say know. something funny. You don't know. Travis does not want to be in, does not want any smoke. I'm hungry. I, I respect that. Yeah. But anyways, y'all, um, this has been a great. Uh, it, is this the end of the season or just a hiatus? How how are we doing this, guys? Young vagabond meeting. We had some special teams along the way, huh? <gasps> Huh? You just got special teams on the way. Forget that. <laughs> special teams. What? I don't even know what salt is, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, He's talking I'm, about the thing I'm, that they I be like seasoning their food with, yeah, and, it's, and it don't be enough seasoning. Are we supposed to be like the salt of the earth? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or like seafood when, yeah, salt. when, never mind. That's not what it's called. <laughs> I'm talking about, what's it called? Uh, No. No, no. Oh, sea like, salt. Sea salt. There we go. Yeah. 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 Like I said, only smart one here. You know what? The freshman kinesiology major. Kinesiology major hey, wants to speak. Hey. She hasn't hey. even made it to human anatomy. Hey. She will be humbled. Hey. By the Love, I'm, I'm already being humbled. <laughs> the Lord is working on me with my humility. But um, regardless, okay. this is either the end of the season or oh, the uh, hiatus and we'll pick up back in January, if whatever just, it is, and whatever we decide. If I just wrap it around. Uh, thank y'all I'll for be. keeping up with us. Thank you, Travis. Um, and okay. hope y'all enjoyed this more chill uh, content. We enjoyed it. We still got a lot of wisdom that was dropped. Like Jerry said, it's a bunch of nuggets. It's a it's a what verge? It's a it's a fifty <laughs> fifty piece. There we go. Yeah, from Chick Fil A. But uh, as we Step get ready to. <laughs> <laughs> to close out, he don't. of course, um, thank y'all for all being here. Thank y'all for a great um, season. Um, and, you know, of course, as always, go support us, buy some merch, uh, read your Bible, um, do that. Um, go support Destiny and Jarius. Sorry, I don't know why. I wanted to say Verge, but Verge doesn't have a podcast. Don't support Verge. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have any t-shirts. Uh, I'm sorry. And... Man, yeah, go check out all of our friends. Uh, thank you guys all for being here. We really appreciate y'all taking the time. So the time out of y'all week to come be here, to come sit on this couch uh, and drop some wisdom for our viewers. Um, and just have a good time, man. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, take all the cookies I want and stuff like that because I don't know what I'm going to do with all this. But We should speak here again sometime. Uh, we should. We will. We'll do what? John chapter 6. Let me look it up. He said, "Eat it." Eat my flesh. Okay. You gotta. Yeah. He didn't give out any context. He said, "Jesus said, eat it." But, anyways, uh, so uh, all that man, we love y'all. We thankful for y'all. Um, and I, Bryson, what do we always say? Y'all be blessed. Don't stress. Do listen. Let God take care of the rest. We out. Merry Christmas. What? Yeah, I need a bag. How much is this? I make a bag of that, got it on replay. Why they talking about he say, she say?